Life is full. It's full of beautiful moments, hard moments, and a whole lot of mundane in between. Often we find ourselves going through the motions and we end up seeing mostly the hard, mostly the boring, and failing to see the good in our days at all. With Intention is a podcast about changing the narrative. I'm your host, Desiree, and I'm no expert at living intentionally. I'm just here to share my personal learnings alongside stories from others about how we're learning to see the beauty in the mundane, celebrate our beautiful, ordinary, everyday lives, and approach every aspect of them with intention. We'll talk about things like motherhood and family, reflecting and taking care of ourselves, our work, our homes, all the things that make up our days. My hope is that you'll leave our conversations reminded that our beautiful, hard, ordinary, mundane days, this messy life, it's full of good and it's full of purpose and it's meant to be lived well with the utmost intention. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get to today's episode. Welcome back to With Intention. I'm your host, Desiree, and today I am coming to you solo, talking about something that used to be the heart of this podcast, and that is decluttering. I've talked about decluttering and its benefits at length on this podcast over the past two years. It even used to be called minimal-ish, with minimalism at the heart of what it was all about. While it has shifted and changed, I still fully believe in the benefits of decluttering. And today I wanna talk about one of the simplest ways to maintain your decluttered home. Whether you feel like you have a lot of clutter or not, this is still a great way to maintain where you are currently at and not let any more clutter build up. And that is a simple thing that you might already know, the one in and one out rule. It's really simple. And if that's all we were talking about, we could end this podcast episode in about five minutes. But I'm going to apply this rule to not just our stuff, but also our life. So stay tuned for taking the one in, one out rule a little bit deeper. The one in, one out rule can, of course, apply to our stuff. And it is extremely simple. When you buy something new, something else that's already in your house needs to leave the house. It could be as easy as when you buy something of a category that you already have, like a new kitchen appliance. Some kind of other kitchen appliance needs to leave the house. If you buy a new spatula, your old one that's a little bit melted on the side, that needs to leave the house. If you buy a new sweatshirt, one needs to leave. If you buy a new home decor item, one needs to leave. And what happens is that, first of all, this process keeps the clutter at bay, but also it's kind of exhausting. If you're constantly bringing more stuff into your home, it's kind of exhausting to think, okay, what needs to leave? It can naturally help you cut back on your shopping habits as well as the clutter. Plus, if you're at a point where most things in your house are things that you actually like, it gets hard to get rid of something. So adding more will create a hard choice for you. What then? This one-in-one-out roll, if it lives in the back of your head, it can not only help with the clutter, but it can help with your shopping habits and just your mindset on consuming in general and how intentionally you buy and consume things. Because if you like everything you have, you don't need anything else, and it's time to think twice about bringing something new in. This is a simple rule, and it is one that we all might already have in the back of our minds. It's probably not new to you, but I wanted to remind you of it today for two reasons. One, it might live in our minds as an idea, but 
is it actually happening? Are you practicing it? I know that there have been times when I realize that I'm bringing a lot of new stuff in and not a lot of stuff is going out. So one in, one out is definitely not happening for me. I need that simple reminder to get myself back on track with this practice that really helps my shopping habits. It really helps my clutter in my home. The second reason I wanted to bring this rule to mind today is that, like I said earlier, it applies to life too. If you've added to your life recently, as in added a responsibility, a new job, a family member, a new puppy, helping a friend regularly, anything you might have added that takes up your time, it's a good practice to let something else go. You see, our time is not unlimited, just like our space. If we bring too much in, things get cluttered. And if we bring too much into our lives, our lives feel cluttered too. Whether we added to our life by choice or our circumstances have changed, a lot of times we just expect ourselves to expand and do all the things we are doing plus the new thing that we've added to our plate. So if you're in a season of adding in some way, what is something that's a little less important, a little less urgent that you find yourself still doing that you can subtract to free up a little space for that new thing that's come into your life? Maybe it's something that does need to get done still and you delegate it to someone else, whether you pay someone for it or ask a family member for help. Think housekeeping tasks, cooking dinner every single day, all of the little things that add up to take up a lot of time. Maybe it's something that you just need to completely let go of for a season, like an activity you dread taking your kids to every week, or an activity that you committed to but you dread going to every week. This one-in, one-out role can apply to our stuff, and it can apply to our lives. But there's also an additional way that I've applied it to my life lately. It's similar to what we just talked about, but it's not that I added anything to my life. Our family life shifted a lot in the past year, but nothing has been really added recently. It's just that I have felt that something was missing, and I think that it's contributed to the burnout that I've been feeling that I've been talking about in several episodes this year so far. So if you, like me, have felt frazzled or burnt out at all over these past few months or just recently, there's another way that we can apply this one-in-one-out rule. So maybe it's not that you've added to your life, maybe it's that you feel that something is missing. And I have spent a lot of time this year feeling that way. I've also spent a lot of time this year talking about burnout and encouraging you to take care of yourself and reminding you that it's okay to take time to adjust. And hopefully you've gotten the gist of that through these episodes that that is something that I'm dealing with too. This year I felt just very unfocused. I felt that something, something's missing. And while I've picked up a lot of healthy habits and I've taken care of myself physically, in a lot of ways, I just feel tired, kind of frazzled and all over the place. I struggle putting my own non-negotiables that we talked about a couple of episodes ago, which I will link in the description. I've struggled putting those non-negotiables into practice in my life. I find myself at least once a week coming back to this place of anxiety or burnout or just feeling overwhelmed. If you listen back a couple of episodes ago, you heard me talk about non-negotiables and bare minimums. These are things that are meant to help us allow ourselves to take time to adjust and feel less overwhelmed in the midst of change or in the midst of a constantly changing life like this past year has been for a lot of us. The non-negotiables are meant to keep us on track with what we need to do to take care of ourselves and our families. They're meant to be built into our days, but the list should be doable. 
important things only. Not overwhelming, not a huge list of non-negotiables, but just those doable and important things. Anyways, you can go back and listen to that episode for more on that, but this week, as I went through my days, I came to a point where I realized there were certain things on my non-negotiables list that I had made that just weren't happening. They were becoming very much negotiable. Like I said, something felt like it was missing. I want to take a minute to thank today's sponsor, Organifi. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offer plant-based nutrition with high-quality ingredients and less than 3 grams of sugar per serving. Organifi chooses high-quality plant-based ingredients for optimal health, and each blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses with ingredients that are organic and free of fillers whenever possible. Each superfood blend is easy to use. You just simply take it and mix it with water or your favorite beverage. You can do it on the go. And it provides you with quality nutrition throughout your day, and the serving is less than $3 per day. I want to tell you about their green juice, which is definitely one of my favorites. You can start your day with essential superfoods that help reduce stress and reset your morning. Their green juice contains a clinical dose of ashwagandha, which supports healthy cortisol levels. It has 11 superfoods for resetting the body and feeling amazing. That's why it's great for taking first thing in the morning. And it takes just 30 seconds to mix it up. You don't have to shop for anything. You don't have to chop any kind of veggies. There's no juicing to be done. You don't even have to use a blender. You can just shake it with water. It tastes delicious in just plain water. With Organifi Green Juice, you can incorporate farm fresh ingredients into your diet and lock in the extra vitamins and antioxidants that you may not be getting throughout your normal day. It's also USDA organic. It's gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, vegan, non-GMO, and it contains clinically proven ingredients. Just a few of those ingredients are moringa, chlorella, spirulina, beets, turmeric, wheatgrass, lemon, and coconut water. I just personally love that it gives me energy first thing in the morning and it reassures me that I am giving my body the nutrients that it needs before I start my day. You can go to Organifi.com intention to try the green juice and you'll get 15% off of any item in the store, but make sure you use the podcast link to get that. Organifi.com intention. O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com slash intention. All right, let's get back to today's episode. And I reflected on that and I asked myself, why? Why was it happening? Particularly for me, it's been my faith that has been my number one non-negotiable that I also have kind of let become very negotiable prayer and reading God's word in the mornings or some type of devotional, those things personally keep me centered, keeps me focused on what matters to me. It keeps me feeling most myself, keeps my anxiety at bay. It keeps my joy because I personally find my hope and my joy and my hope in God. And when that becomes negotiable, well, I realize that I felt like something was missing. And kind of in a similar note, I've let my morning routine go. And that is something that has been a non-negotiable for me for a long time. Having a morning routine has helped me completely start and build this podcast. It has helped me become a calmer mom. It has just helped me in so many ways. 
I used to make sure I did my simple morning lists, which I'll link in the description as well if you want to know what that is. But I used to do that every morning along with reading the Bible, journaling, but I've just let all of that go. And it's not that I'm not waking up before my daughter because most days I still am. It's just I'm not really doing anything productive or helpful to myself with that time. If I'm being honest, I was spending that time on my phone and kind of just dreading waking up while I was already awake, which is super unproductive. I was not spending intentional time. I was not centering myself at all for these past several months. And I can look back and see why that happened. My daughter was waking up at sporadic times and I just kind of gave up. Things are a little more back on track with her sleep now. And there's really no reason for me to be not using my time intentionally in the mornings right now. So after I realized this and kind of felt frustrated with myself that I let such important non-negotiables go, a thought popped into my head. What is one thing that I can remove from my day to make time for one thing that is going to make it better? It's the one in one out rule. Again, it just looks a little bit different. It's almost the opposite. I added things to my day and didn't really realize that I had let go of other things that were really important to me. I unintentionally played the one in one out role on my life and now I need to kind of backtrack and play the one in one out role again with the thing that I accidentally removed from my days that was really important to me. So now I'm looking at what's one thing I can remove from my day so that I can add back this one thing that was my non-negotiable that was really important to me. One thing to remove from my day to make time for one other thing that's going to make it better. If you have your own list of non-negotiables, if you notice that one of those things is not getting done, or if you've just been feeling frazzled and you feel like something's missing from your day, the thing that centers you, you haven't been making time for it, whatever that might be, or maybe it's or maybe you haven't been making time to move your body or just do something that fulfills you. What can we remove from our days to make time for that thing that we need to be doing that really makes a difference for us? I think this was really a key to that question of how do I find the time? How do I find the time to declutter? Diving deeper into my faith. How do I find the time for reading? How do I find the time for walking more or working out? How do I find the time for eating healthier? These are questions that come up in a lot of our minds. The things that we would like to do with our lives and our days, we often cannot find the time for. And in reality, we do have to make time for it, but we can't make time out of thin air. Time has to be made by looking at our days and making a choice. Something has to be removed so we can fit this new thing that will benefit us more in. The one in, one out rule. For me, it was pretty obvious what needed to go. Instagram. And I am not saying goodbye to Instagram forever. I am not even saying goodbye to it fully. But I needed more boundaries. Because in the mornings, I would scroll on my phone instead of do something that mattered to me. It was an easy choice for me what needed to leave so that I can put devotional time and morning intentional time back into my day. So scrolling my phone in the mornings, it's just not an option for me anymore. And that is what absolutely 
needed to be removed. I've actually started this already, and I've been going through a Bible study in the morning and just setting my day up again with simple morning lists and with a planner. During that time where I'm typically laying in bed looking at my phone for literally no reason. Now I'm using that time with much more purpose. And to be honest, it's been a pretty easy switch. But as time goes on, I know that the excitement of the new habit might wear off and it might not feel as simple. So I also gave myself a why. This is something that is important for any new habit that you want to build. And for me, my why is simple. I want to feel less overwhelmed, less foggy, less distracted. I am sick of feeling that way. I want to be more centered and more focused on what's important to me, more intentional, more focused on what matters. And really, my deep, my deepest why is my family and myself, and it makes it feel urgent when I think of it that way. I want to be the best that I can for my family. So it feels really urgent to make this change, and it feels really important that I follow through. Anytime I feel like I'd like to distract myself with my phone, <laughs> especially in the mornings, but really throughout the day at all, I'm going to think back to that why, because the mindless scrolling just needs to go for me. I kind of feel silly sharing all of this, being that I am a podcast host of a podcast that is about intentional living, but... I mean, to be honest, I have been struggling with wasting time on my phone. You know that I always keep it real here, so I am not embarrassed at all to share that. And you know that I come to you each week on a journey to intentional living, not as an expert. And this is my current vice. Our phones can easily pull us in and take up so much of our time. Maybe that is the way that you might want to practice the one-in-one-out rule too. Maybe you want to do this along with me and take out either morning scrolling time or evening scrolling time or mindless scrolling during the day and replace it with something more valuable. Or maybe it's something else to you. And that's the challenge I want to share this week is to find a one-in-one-out that you need to practice. Maybe you just need to reinstate the one-in-one-out rule back into your home. It is the week after Easter, so maybe some things came into your house and maybe things need to go. Or maybe you've made a recent change in addition to your days and your days feel really full right now and you are struggling to hold it all together. What can go? What can be removed from your days? Because you shouldn't have to do it all. You shouldn't feel like that's what you're supposed to do. Our time is limited. And along those same lines, maybe it's just that something has felt like it's missing from your days. Maybe it got crowded out by a lot of other things that kind of entered your days without you even noticing that that's what it did. That is what my one in one out definitely is. So what is it for you? What decluttering maintenance do you need to do? Do you need to declutter in your home? And do you need to do decluttering maintenance in your home, your days, or your mind? Or maybe all of it? <laughs> I hope you'll find this one in one out mindset useful wherever you are and whatever you need it for. That's all for this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, could you share it with a friend? I know I say this each week, but sharing it with a friend or sharing it on Instagram and social media is a great way to invite new people into this community. And I am forever grateful for that. And if you do love the podcast, I would appreciate it so much if you left a positive rating and review. That helps other ears get on the podcast as well. And again, I'm super grateful for you and that you are here listening in and I will talk to you right back here again next week.